everyone, this is Karina Parikh, and welcome to the Sick to You podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in today and dedicating a few minutes of your time to be here. If you are new here or joining again, I really appreciate it, and the goal of this podcast is to promote wellness, especially amongst Gen Z. For each episode, I will be interviewing different guests, either professionals or other teens and young adults, on their perspectives on teen wellness and self-care. I am making this podcast because I really want to encourage everyone to live a healthy and fulfilling lifestyle. So I hope you enjoy. Also, one more thing, there is a very short feedback form linked below this episode and in my Instagram bio, and I would love if you could take literally about two minutes to fill it out. It means so much to me, and I'm open to any and all feedback. Thus, without further ado, let's dive into it. Hi everyone, welcome back. Today our co-host is Ronnie Shaw. Ronnie is a rising junior at UC Davis, and let me tell you, she's a very inspiring and fun person to be around. First of all, she's a really good athlete. She plays club ultimate frisbee at school, and from what I know, she loves spending time outdoors, whether that's traveling, camping, or hiking in her free time. She's also vegan, which is really amazing. So we're going to be talking a lot about that today, too, and how she balances that with college. I am just so happy that you were interested in being interviewed for the podcast, Ronnie, and I can't wait to get into it. So do you want to first tell everyone a little bit more about yourself, maybe some of your other interests, hobbies, and major at Davis? Yeah, um, thank you for having me, first of all. Um, So I'm an undergrad at UC Davis, and I'm majoring in neurobiology, physiology, and behavior, so kind of just on the pre-med track. The main time, the main thing that I do with my free time is I'm on the Club Ultimate Frisbee team, so I'm Mm -hmm. usually going to practices, but otherwise I like to cook, and I read a lot, and then like you said, I really like being in the outdoors, so camping, hiking, I rock climb. And I even started surfing this summer. So that's been fun. That's so cool. So you're really talented. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) I just like to do a lot of things. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So when did you become vegan and what inspired you to try it out? So I would say I like really became vegan a year ago. Um, My family has always been vegetarian. So I've just grown up in like a plant-based diet kind of. And freshman year when I was in college, I wanted to be vegan, but it's kind of hard to do that living in the dorms because there's not as many options. But then this year or this past year, I was living in an apartment, so I would be able to cook for myself. Um, So that was when I really decided to go full on and try to be completely plant-based. And I was already mostly in transition to doing so, so it wasn't too hard for me. And the main reason I wanted to do it was because of like animal cruelty, even though, um, even though like being vegetarian, you're like taking away a lot of it, there's still other things. And then also just um, for health reasons, there's a lot of, like I watched the documentary Game Changers, which is the main thing that kind of stimulated the transition. Totally. And so you transitioned to becoming vegan freshman year of college? Freshman year of college, I like tried to, but I mostly did it sophomore year of college when I was cooking. What about the rest of your family? Are they vegan? Um, Yeah, so my sister is also vegan. 
So when I come home, it's really easy because we're constantly cooking together. And then my mom, for the most part, is. And then my dad has a little bit of a harder time getting rid of cheese because, I don't know, pizza is something that that's pretty hard for me to get get, get rid yeah, of, too. But totally. for no, the I, most part, we're all, we all cook vegan. So. Yeah, totally. And how does veganism play a role in your personal wellness? Um, for one, it makes me be creative in my cooking because um, you just have to find more recipes to cook for yourself. And in my opinion, cooking is a big like contributor to my personal wellness because it's kind of therapeutic, honestly. Like you just turn on some music and cook for like an hour or two. So that's like one big thing because I've started cooking a lot more since I've become vegan. Um, that's like, I would say the main thing, but also there's the obvious health, health benefits of being vegan. And I just feel like I have more energy and dairy in general used to hurt my stomach. So I don't have to deal with that anymore too. Yeah, no, that's cool. And do you, do you like, let's, do you have like a certain like influencer or person that you like to like follow the recipes? <laughs> um, yeah, I would say, um, Anjali Lalani, she has and her food Instagram is vegetarian gastronomy. I don't know if people want to follow that, but um, that's like the main source of most of my recipes, honestly. And I kind of just like, whenever I'm inspired to make something, I just like look something up online and then just see what ingredients I have and what it matches and then go from there. Yeah, because I feel like that'd be hard, just like, especially like at school to like have the time to like, I don't know, look it up and figure out a recipe every day. Yeah, it can sometimes get difficult, but I think the main thing that's helped me with that is just meal prep because um, I'm like pretty busy during the school, during the week. Like I've practiced um, like most of the days of the week and then I am in school all day. So I usually do most of my meal prep on Sundays and that makes it a lot easier. So like I'll usually come up with all my recipes on Sunday and then do my grocery shopping and then usually just dedicate like two or three hours just cooking. And also my recipes aren't like, like I usually just have like a salad for lunch. So it's not super intricate. It's not like it takes like hours and hours to make. Um, so that makes it easier. Yeah, no, that's so cool. And then one of the questions that someone asked on the poll or the question box on my Instagram was like, can you describe some of your meals or like some of your like dinner recipes? Yeah. Um, so like for breakfast, I pretty much switch off between oatmeal and smoothies. Like if I'm in a rush, I'll just bring a smoothie with me to class. And then if I have more time, I'll eat oatmeal. And then lunches, I usually will do veggie sandwiches or salads and salads aren't the most filling so I like pretty much always put a bunch of tofu in there because tofu is one of my main sources of protein I'd say and then for dinners so I kind of just I only make two main like dinner courses a week and then I make it so that it's enough to feed like a family so like usually in the recipes they'll say serving for serving sizes for four people and so I'll just make that full recipe and then I'll have leftovers so then it's like I make two huge meals and then I have enough to last me most of the week. And I kind of just like, I guess I make Thai food a good amount, like stir fries. And then uh, there's like a lot of different tofu dishes. I have 
Um, I have like a food Instagram, so if people want to follow that, yeah, that's probably yeah. easier. Yeah, what's your handle? Um, what's wait, what'd you say? What's your like Instagram handle? Oh yeah, it's plant-based nums. I can like write it to you so then you can like put in the notes or something. Yeah, sure, of course. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's super cool. Um, and yeah, that's another one of my questions is like how do you get your protein? Or do you think it you find it harder to get your protein? I don't think it's that hard. Um, the main things I eat are beans, tofu, and nuts. Like those are like the my probably biggest sources of protein. Um, tofu, I eat like a lot of tofu, <laughs> I think. I mean, I eat it in my lunch and dinner pretty much always. And then beans also like chickpeas, I eat a lot. And then just like kidney beans. I don't think it's that difficult if you can find variety in how you make the things because otherwise it will get boring. But um, a lot of vegan recipes like utilize those things and so it doesn't make it too hard to find protein, I think. Yeah, no, totally. And tofu is good, so. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then also um, veganism is oftentimes associated with being more expensive or pricey. And what are your experiences experiences with it and how do you make it more cost efficient Especially yeah it definitely is more expensive I think also because it's like I guess the trendy thing to do like a lot of places when you go out to eat it's really expensive so the main thing to avoid that is I don't really eat out that often um, I mostly cook my own food and then the other thing is a lot of substitutes like a lot of cheese substitutes are really expensive um so like every now and then i'll indulge and buy vegan cheese if i'm like cooking like for example if i'm cooking enchiladas then like i have to use che vegan cheese in my opinion but then there's also like i can easily just make cashew cheese just using cashew in a blender and that's a lot cheaper than buying the actual cheese so that's one thing that i'll do is i'll just make more things from scratch and then also just like buying things in bulk like when I first moved into my apartment, me and my mom just went to Costco and we just bought like a huge thing of like chickpeas and kidney beans, like the hard beans, and then you just soak them. And that lasted me the whole year. And so that saved a lot of money because sometimes I would just have like beans and like add a little bit of spices and eat it with the tortilla. And then that's like my dinner. So yeah. <laughs> No, yeah, that's, no. Yeah, I think it's always, like, better to buy things in bulk to, like, save yeah. Um, yeah. And stuff. But, yeah, and also earlier you are saying something about, like, how cooking helps you, like, like, I don't know if you said it really helps you relieve stress, but it also helps with your, like, personal wellness. But yeah. do you think it helps relieve stress? Um, yeah, it does a lot because, I don't know, it's just, like, it's kind of like a science experiment. Like, you're just, like, following instructions and putting, like, what you need to, and then, it's just like it's the process of doing it like you're kind of just like in the moment and like just making what you need to do but then also the end result like it's kind of for me it's like a stress reliever like I see all this food that I've made and it just feel it just like gives you a sense of accomplishment I guess and um it's kind of just fun to experiment with different foods like there's literally no way it can turn out bad because you can just add like another spice and then it's fine yeah, so. totally. And did you always like cooking or something? <laughs> it's so funny. So when I was like in high school in the summers, my mom would force me and my sister 
sister to make one meal a week just to like so that she wouldn't have to cook every day and my sister loved it but I hated it like I wanted to just do the easiest recipe and like get it over with I don't think it was until this year that I really started to started to enjoy it and I think the main reason I started to like it was because it was like my personal decision to become vegan so that made me feel like I had more responsibility and like making sure I was getting the proper nutrients and stuff so that's when I started to get more invested in like finding good recipes and putting more time into making sure I was being healthy and stuff and also like since I do play a sport I was like if I'm going to succeed in the sport I need to make sure I'm getting like enough protein every day and if I'm going to succeed in school even I need to make sure that I like have enough energy to study still so that was the main reason why I think I started to like cooking more and that's what got me to start cooking more. Yeah, no, totally. And is it hard to ever like balance it out with like your other schoolwork and sports? Yeah, sometimes. Um, like there's weekends where I have tournaments. And so when we have tournaments, we're gone for the whole weekend. So then I can't do the meal prep thing that I said that I usually do on Sundays. And so when that happens, it gets a little bit more stressful and I'll have to improvise. And usually I'll just dedicate another day of the week, like Monday or Tuesday, whichever day I have less classes, to making more of my food. But for the most part, I feel like I can usually balance it. Even if I'm not meal prepping, like I'll still, all you need is like 30 minutes to an hour to make a good meal. So I can, I feel like it's not too hard to balance that if you are just prioritizing certain things. Yeah, for sure. And um, are your other teammates also vegan or vegetarian? Um, Yeah, a good amount of my teammates are actually vegan and vegetarian. And even if they aren't, they usually cook. Like one of my friends pretty much always cooks vegetarian. So it it makes it kind of fun. Like once one of my teammates came over and we just meal prepped for like two hours after practice. And it was just like, it was just nice. Like it was a nice thing to do. That's so cool. Yeah. No, because I know like, I'm I'm sure probably not in California, if you're like living somewhere else besides California, there's probably a lot of people aren't, that aren't vegan. <laughs> and yeah. so I feel like it'd be like, it might be hard if you were like in a group where everyone was like, I don't know, like not vegan, like everyone was eating like meat all the time and stuff. Yeah, that definitely would make it harder. Um, That's really it cool. also helps because since they know that I'm vegan, like a lot of times at potlucks and stuff, they'll make sure that what they cook is vegan too. So it's just like, yeah. it's nice when you have a community that kind of supports it. Yeah, no, that's awesome. And trans- and like transitioning more to sports, do you want to say um, what sports you play? Yeah, um, well, I play Ultimate Frisbee at school. It's like a club team, so I still have practice um, most of the days of the week, usually like four times a week. Um, but I played soccer before that all. I played like club soccer and high school soccer um, in high school and middle school, like growing up. But um, freshman year was when I decided to switch to Frisbee and it was a very good decision. <laughs> uh, what inspired you to transition or like play, start playing Frisbee instead of soccer? Yeah, so my cousin, she's eight years older than me. She had a tournament, she played um, Ultimate Frisbee at UCLA and she had a tournament in San Diego. So I was in like middle school maybe and I was just watching her play and I didn't really think much of it. And then it wasn't until the summer before college, I knew I didn't want to do soccer anymore. I was getting kind of tired of it. 
Um, but I wanted to play club sport because I've always played sport. So, and it's always helped me like succeed in school and just like have a good balance between social and school and exercise and everything. And um, so I was trying to choose which sport and she kept hyping up Frisbee to me. And then I like got to school and I was like, all right, I'll just put my name down and like go to some of the practices. And then I went and it was just like such a good community. And I just like ended up sticking with it. And it's pretty similar. Like a lot of the runs are similar to soccer. So I picked it up pretty easily. Although I didn't, I couldn't like throw properly for the first half the season, but I got it eventually. So it's fine. Now you're really good. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> But yeah, um, what about team sports do you like, or is there a reason why you picked a team sport? Yeah, I mean, I've always played a team sport, and I guess I like, it's just like you have a family, like right away when you join a team, I mean, you're on a team, so you know, but like right away when you join a team, it's like you instantly have people that you have a different connection with, like you go through wins and losses together, and you go to tournaments together, so like there's already that bond, and then just in general like I've been on a lot of teams and my frisbee team is like like different it's so different I don't know why but it's just like the community is like unbreakable I feel like like I just like feel like I can be completely myself and um it probably also relates to the fact that like at our tournaments we pack like 20 people in one in like three little hotels hotel rooms and we're just like all together like all the time and so that's what I like the most about it, is the community probably yeah for sure and I play obviously you know I play tennis and it's like an individual sport but having like the team aspect in like high school is kind of cool um, yeah. just because you get to like bond with others and yeah was it a, like did it make the transition from high school to college easier like yeah I I think it does because right away I felt like I found like my little niche of people to like be with all the time. Um, I like anytime someone asks me about advice going to college I always say like make sure you try to find a community because I know a lot of people that didn't do that and they didn't have the best freshman year experience just because like there's a lot going on and there's a lot changing and you're away from home and so you kind of need people that make you feel like you belong and when you join like even if it's not a team sport if you, even if it's like a club or anything like that it's like if you find a place where you feel like you belong then you instantly have friends and you guys lean on each other because everyone's going through the same transition so yeah it definitely made it a lot easier for me yeah that's so cool and are you part of any other clubs at school I don't think so I like sometimes I write my name down but I don't really remember <laughs> no I'm sure I, takes up a lot of time yeah um I'm like in a lab so I guess that's kind of a club but it's just like it's a lab um for like cardiac stuff but <laughs> no other actual clubs <laughs> yeah no that's that's cool and um yeah when are your practices and what do your practices look like um, we have practices. We have, so we have three three-hour practices a week: Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday. And the Monday, Wednesday is from seven to ten p.m. So it's kind of late, but um, usually it's we're just running drills. Usually um, we scrimmage for like the last hour, and then um, yeah, and then Saturday is from nine to twelve. Um, so usually I just I eat dinner before, and then I just like 
right when I get home, I just shower and go to sleep because I'm so tired. Um, but yeah, then, I, I mean, I feel like that would be really stressful though if you were like, with school. Like, how do you know? It's like not that stressful because, well, it can be stressful sometimes, but it's more of like, I think of it as like an outlet because I'm like, and sometimes I'm in class all day, like some, like last quarter or two quarters ago, I had classes from 7 a.m. till 6 p.m. on Monday. And so then I would just go straight to practice. I would like bring my dinner and lunch to school with me and I'll go straight to practice. But then it's like, I've been sitting in class all day and then I have three hours to just let out energy. That's what, that's how I think of it. It's like three hours of running around is like me letting out energy and I'm with all my closest friends so I can be social at the same time. And we're like all talking about our day and like telling each other how we are kind of. So, and for me, it's more of like a stress reliever. And then also on Thursdays, we have like track practices. That's just like an hour. And then the other days, some people like go lift. So it just depends. But yeah, yeah. for sure. And I think everyone should find their outlet. Yeah. Um, that's really cool that you found Frisbee. And so, yeah. Um, and then, um, yeah, what role does like Frisbee play in your personal wellness? Probably just like with like exercise and stuff. Yeah, I'd say it just helps me. Like, I'd honestly say it like kind of is the main thing that keeps me sane most of the time. Like, it always gives me something to look forward to because sometimes like on a Monday, especially Mondays are like kind of hard. And like I had if you have a ton of classes and it's like after the weekend, but then it's like at least I have a practice where I can go see all my friends and I can just run around and like throw the Frisbee. And it's really fun sprinting after the Frisbee, like, you know, <laughs> so um, that kind of helps. And then that's like one of the ways it plays that's one of the roles that plays in my personal wellness, I feel like. And then also our tournaments are always super fun. It's just probably like we just spend eight hours Saturday and Sunday just like outside running around playing Frisbee. And so that always gives you something to look forward to because we also travel places. So it's just like there's always something to work towards. Like I feel like in school, it makes me work harder because knowing that I have something exciting happening. Yeah, no, for sure. And then also, I feel like, oh, maybe this is just my, from like what I've seen from you, but um, I feel like since you've been, like, since you've gone to college, you've been like more into like camping and hiking and all of that. And like, what role does that play in your personal wellness and how did you get into that? I feel like I mostly got into that just being in Northern California because Northern California has like the most beautiful mountains and you're just around it all the time. But then also like all my teammates are super into it, like hiking and camping and everything. And rock climbing especially is something that I got into after joining Frisbee. Um, and so it's just like people that will automatically go with you. Like I'll just text my friends and be like, do you wanna go on a hike? And then we go on a hike. So it's just like really easily accessible. So that's why I feel like I've done it more lately. And then also my cousin, um, who I mentioned before, the one that got me into Frisbee, she's the one who first started introducing me to backpacking and uh, because we just have a lot in common. So I just started picking it up more and doing that. Yeah. Um, where's your, where was your favorite place that you've been to? Um, backpacking. Backpacking? Um, probably Africa. I went um, backpacking up. We like summited Mount Meru in Tanzania 
and then saw the sunrise over Mount Kilimanjaro. So it was just really amazing. That was actually also my first backpacking trip ever. My cousin, I went with my cousin. It was like my senior trip after I graduated and she was just like, I like backpacking. You've never been, but we're going to do it. And then that was kind of, I think that was the start of me really enjoying the outdoors because I was just like outside. There was one time where we were just walking and it was super green and then you just like look up and there's just like giraffes roaming and you're just like it was just amazing so yeah no that's really cool and yeah and like does that help with your wellness as well I'd say so I think just like being out in nature helps me think a lot I went on a backpacking trip last weekend actually in the Trinity Alps and I just had like (laughs) what so cool (laughs) (laughs) yeah um I just had like three days of just like walking outside and I had no service or anything so I couldn't be on my phone so I was like completely disconnected from society and it just gave me like so much time to think about stuff and um just to like it just like allows me to kind of piece together things in my mind and like figure out what's important to me and that helped a lot this weekend, especially because I've just been busy this summer. And so it was a good break. Yeah, totally. And I agree. Like, I feel like, or I feel like sometimes it can, like, it's, sometimes it's good to like disconnect from technology just because I yeah. think there's like a lot of pressure just from social yeah. media and all that type of stuff as well. Exactly. And yeah, I mean, I'm sure you have experiences with that as well. Yeah, I actually like, I usually delete all my social media from my phone whenever finals weeks finals week comes along because it is really distracting and you can get so sucked in and so that that usually just helps me focus a lot because even if you just like I read something where even if you just go on like Instagram or Snapchat for like five minutes your mind is still gonna be wandering to that for the next 30 minutes even if you like try to go back to studying so I just thought that it was easier if I just like completely got rid of it so that's usually what I do like to if I really need to focus yeah I know and I also like I love how you like delete like your account or like deactivate your account yeah. stuff. that's really good like to just not be on it yeah um, it can be like it gets you sucked in though I totally relate to people in that sense yeah and I also love how you like read in your free time and stuff like I always <laughs> see that too like how you, you read my parents tell me I need to be like you. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, no, I think that's super cool. Like, is there a certain, like, author or, or like, role um, There's not, like, a certain author that I really like, but lately I've been reading a lot more nonfiction, and I don't know if it's because I'm just, like, studying for the MCAT, so I, like, am trying to, like, get more knowledge or something, yeah. but um, I've been reading more books about, like, written by MDs or DOs in general. The book I'm reading right now is actually called, um, it's about like uh, the healing power of human connection in a sometimes lonely world. That's what the cover says. But it's like about how social media actually like kind of disconnects you from the rest of the world in a sense because you're not making meaningful connections with people in person, which obviously is hard right now because we're in a pandemic. But it gives like a lot of good insight into that so that's I really like this book that's the one I've been reading right now yeah that's so cool have you always liked reading or is it just something that you've liked as you've gotten older I think I've always liked it a little bit 
but it's kind of hard to find time to dedicate a lot of time to it when I'm like busy during school. So during the school year, I wouldn't say I read as much just because like if I have to read stuff for assignments, then it's hard to keep up with like an entertaining book. Um, so I've definitely been reading a lot this summer just because I've had a lot more time, but I've always enjoyed it. I just don't always think I dedicate the necessary time to be able to actually finish a lot of books. No, that's so cool. And I also like, I think it's really cool to like read a whole bunch of different types of books as well, because then you have like a better sense. I don't know how to explain it. You just have a better sense. And like when you talk to others, you can like reference it and you just yeah. <laughs> and like, more knowledgeable. <laughs> yeah, even like right now I'm reading a nonfiction book, but like I just, one of my favorite fiction books that I just finished is Where the Crawdads Sing. And it's like completely fiction. Like it probably would never happen in real life, but it still gives you an idea of how like people could interact. Even like the most unrealistic things kind of help you get a sense of like other things that could be happening in the world too. Totally. No. Yeah. And, and I know like you can also like when you're out with your friends or just like in general, like you can like make connections and you like, I feel like you learn more about yourself by reading. I don't know. That's my experience, but. No, yeah, I definitely agree with that. It's cool. And yeah, what would be your general wellness tips that you would advise for other teens or young adults? Um, that's a good question. Um, <laughs> I would say probably to just find a balance. I think that's what's helped me succeed the most is just like making sure you have things like making sure you have things in all aspects of your life so that you're happy because like for me it's like cooking uh frisbee and like school like those are three things like cooking I feel like is more of my alone time and like reading also and then frisbee is like social and exercise and then school is just school like that everyone does school <laughs> um but yeah it's just to make sure you find a balance I guess that's my main tip yeah, and like, how do you? I know like, some other questions that I got, and I know, and I don't know if you like, I, you probably answered it, but like, how do you manage stress? Um, well, one of the things I do a lot is I meditate because my mom is like super into that, so she's gotten me into it, and it kind of just helps you stay more focused. Because for me, the main source of stress is if I procrastinate or if I'm like really distracted with a lot of different things then my brain can't just focus on the thing that needs to get done and so then the stress builds and so if I can just focus on the task at hand then I feel like that helps me a lot also I pretty much write everything down like I have a planner and I like write things down to the minute basically because if it's like going on in my head then I get I'm I just get more stressed out if it's all in my brain so then I just write it down so that helps a lot and then um also the other big thing is making sure I always find time to exercise like right now I don't have frisbee but I'm still studying a lot so I'm like constantly like I try to I pretty much exercise every day because I just need it as like an outlet for my energy and stuff yeah wait to the minute yeah um, a minute <laughs> well okay sometimes like if there's a lot of things happening in the day I'll write it down to the minute or like 
yeah basically but if it's not a lot of things happening then that's no that's really really good no I know people do it to like the hour but to the minute (laughs) yeah Yeah, that's super cool and I know it probably helps you with like organization as well yeah it does like it just like I pretty much always have a plan every day and I think that's also helps me with my stress a lot is just making sure I have a plan and when I'm organized, I feel like the plan is more likely to get executed. And so, yeah. Yeah, no, totally. And I think that I think oftentimes like people, when things get like, when people get stressed, they just kind of veer off the, their like plan or their original schedule, which is okay. But then like, yeah, okay. I think that can just add to the other stresses now they're facing. Um, but yeah, do you have any other wellness tips? Yeah. Um, I don't think so. I think, well, okay, just make sure you always find time to do things that you're gonna enjoy. Because I feel like a lot of people, especially right now, and when you're in high school and college, like, the thinking is you need to get good grades. Like, that's kind of everyone's thinking always. And that is important. But the the most important thing is like making sure you dedicate time to things that you like. Um, So like in the morning, um, maybe like set aside time in the morning just to like do your own thing, like um, whatever it is and, or in the night or something, but just make sure you have time just to yourself and like maybe without a device or anything, just like do something that you like. Yeah, totally. And I think with like, especially like academic pressure and peer pressure, um, I think, I mean, in high school, I don't know if this is how you were, like, thinking, but um, I always, like, or I feel like a lot of my friends and, like, I are just, like, you're always, like, striving for college, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, that's I mean, that, how it is. Yeah, that's how it is in, like, college also. It's, like, you're always striving for the next thing. Like, for me, it's medical school, and um, that's that's, like, one of the big things that I'm talking about is like there's always like you're just trying to get good grades to get into college or get good grades to go to the next professional school that you want to go to so but the only way that you can really succeed in school is if you're happy and so that's why you need like your other outlets or your other things even if like I know a lot of people that are scared that if they dedicate like an hour or two to exercising then they won't be able to get as much studying in but you'll actually be more efficient studying if you've like gotten some energy out and if you've given your brain a break. And like, I'm learning all about sleep and the brain right now and stuff. And they're always saying like, you're gonna retain so much more if you get a full eight hours of sleep rather than if you sleep for three hours and study the rest of the time. So like do the things that you know you need to do to be healthy, even if you don't think you always have the time for it, it's gonna be important in the long run. Yeah, definitely. And I think it actually helps you be more effective by doing things that you like and taking breaks when you need it. Yeah, exactly. All that. But yeah, thank you so much, Ronnie, for joining. Um, Thank you for having me. Yeah, of course. Um, I'm just really glad that you were able to come on here. Thank you so much, Ronnie, once again, for joining today and sharing your insight on being vegan, playing club sports, and finding hobbies that really make you feel better. I just love talking to her. I honestly look up to her so much, and I love how she has really good balance in her life. 
I hope everyone else enjoyed that too. And if you want to keep up with her cooking, you can follow her Instagram account at plantbasednums. I will link the handle below this episode too if you want to check it out. Now I will be walking you through the next couple of steps for filling out the survey and giving you a couple minutes to complete it. Okay, perfect. You can access the Google form from the link below this episode or from my Instagram account's bio. My handle is at sicktou underscore. I know I said it earlier, but I really appreciate your feedback. Once again, the survey will ask a couple short questions regarding the content and quality of the podcast episode and then give you some space to drop any questions, comments, suggestions, advice, or anything else that you may have. The feedback form should take about two to five minutes maximum. And with that said, thank you so much for being here, and I hope you have an amazing rest of your day. And remember to stick to you. Yeah.